Hey, if you've listened to Comeback before, you know that my name is Connor and my aim here with this podcast project is to shed light on the comeback beating the setback and people's stories, people's interests, people's hobbies and why they do what they do. One of the reasons I did this is that I was in this wonderful city of Saigon, Vietnam and today I'm interviewing somebody from Vietnam. Her name is Annie and she and I met at a Coffee Talk English event. We're going to talk quite a few things, I suppose, growing up in Vietnam, studying medicine, and a lot more. And I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. Welcome, Annie. How are you? I'm uh, very good. Uh, it's very nice to meet you here, to meet you again here, and to talk about so many things. Definitely. Yeah. I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, you enjoy learning languages. We met at Coffee Talk yes. to practice English. Yes. Of course, you're Vietnamese. So you'll know Vietnamese. Do you also know some French? Yes, I'm, I have learned that French for many years from my words in high school. And then in college I spent, I think, four years to study French also. Excellent. I suppose just as a background to the podcast, what I always do, just to get an overview of the guest, I ask them very simple questions yeah. like, who are you? Where are you from and what do you do? Just yeah. really basic. So if I may ask you, Annie, who are you? Where are you from and what do you do? Yes, um, my name is Anne in Vietnamese and Anne is just my English name that I like to have when people uh, have foreign people to call me it's easier for them. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm now I'm uh, a doctor in a uh, Hospital, a district hospital in Tangbin. And after graduate uh, two years ago, I came to Ho Chi Minh City and started to work in here. Yeah, now I'm, uh, I try to work and have my uh, 18 month certification that I can uh, work as an independent doctor here. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, congratulations on graduating, especially with medicine. Yeah. I know that it's not easy and for those who do it, I have the utmost respect, so congratulations. Thank you. Where is your hometown? Uh, my hometown is uh, an island which is located in Guan Ngai, uh, near Da Nang City. Nice. Yes. Nice. And uh, several days ago, there was a very big uh, typhoon, but luckily it didn't hit my island directly. So I was very happy. Yeah, fingers crossed. I'm wondering about your upbringing near near the mountains. Near were you near the mountains in your upbringing? Uh, just a small island. Mm. Island in the middle of the uh, ocean, and there was a several hill. It's not a mountain; it's just hill. Right, I see. I'm wondering about, I guess, your upbringing from that point now to where you are being a doctor. Did you ever want to be a doctor when you were younger, or did it was it something you wanted to become in your teenage years? Um, when did you decide to become a doctor? Uh, I think when I was uh, very young, very small, at the eight or ten years old, my um, grandmother she she not a doctor, but she worked as a, um, a nurse who in um, obstetrics. How people uh, have women deliver their kids, and she told me a lot about her work back then. And I really enjoy uh, 
what she uh, she talked to me. And sometimes I, uh, with animal, I try to be their doctor. Yes, when I was small, but uh, between that, I didn't think much. Between that, I didn't think when I was in high school. And then when I, I was study very hard, and I I don't really know what I gonna be, what I gonna be in the future. So at that time, many many things happen, and. Um, and my my dad always wanted to me be me to be a doctor, so then I decided to do. Mm. And but to have a fitting step for that journey, after 18, 18 I go to uh, study in mainland, not in the, on the island. Sure. I take yeah. an exam and to go to a, a bigger high school in mainland, and I study. Then I attend an exam to go to the university. Excellent. And yeah. That's it. I wondered about growing up and having a desire to be a doctor because often it is a family member who is a doctor who. No, it's not. A, not a doctor. It's just like like a nurse. Hmm. Yeah. But she's in that profession. Yeah. yeah. So I can imagine she had an influence on you. Yeah. and like ins maybe gave you inspiration. Yeah. Was there anybody else that made you want to become a doctor or were you just set from that experience? Yes, took that and people here in Vietnam, I think they still think a doctor uh, a uh, very admirable job and would have uh, many, would have good, better income. So they think that is, but I think not, not really, not really too. I think people should change their mind. Mm, definitely, I yeah. I know it's the case in other countries, some Western mm -hmm. and India. Yeah. It's huge to either be a doctor or a lawyer, for example. And I think in Vietnam there are some similarities in Asia where perhaps families and traditions want you to do a certain job, like a doctor, yeah. and it can be quite hard to say no when you're in that position and do something else but being a doctor is not for everyone yeah. of course it's it's long it, I'm sure it's quite hard as uh, you can tell me more what what has it been like studying medicine how has the experience been like in the, in the university yeah I think just study and study every every day And we study um, a lot, a lot of things. And from the uh, basic knowledge into specialized, we um, study all things. And when we graduate, we just work in one, one field of that, all the stuff. And that, uh, when people uh, just graduate, they just like a, a white paper, nothing special in there. Need to learn more and more to, uh, to work independent. Mm -hmm. yeah. How many years did you have to study? I in in college I study for six years and then I work and now I'm on the way for eighteen months to um, to get an independent certificate. Excellent. And yeah, I know it. Will be will be more will be more people go to two more year of postgraduate and then two more year then they can uh, it's the highest degree I think. Mm. What sort of skills? or traits do you think you need to do a similar career to you? As in empathy or 
being resilient or kind. What sort of skills do you think you need to have? Like people with, with children, people with the aesthetic, uh, people with the uh, older people, or people with children, they do with children. I think it, it depends on uh, the field. You have uh, some uh, specials with the pen or other things. But uh, generally, uh, sympathy and resistance and hardworking, I think there is a must to be a doctor. Definitely. Generally. Yeah. I always try to look at the person I'm interviewing yeah. as well as their job yeah. and seeing how they link. Now, you need to be positive yeah. and hardworking to do your job. Yeah. And so I'm wondering a bit more about you. Yeah. Uh, as in your personality, how would you describe your personality? I, I know that's quite hard, but what sort of things would you say about yourself? Um, me, I think. Um like an interview uh, job, you have a part good and bad, bad good and bad uh, characters. But I think my good, my good, uh, my good aspect is I'm quite uh, positive and I hardworking and I try to. Um, I have a resilient that if I want to do this, I kind of do it every day, every day, little and little until it's get done. That's my. The thing, but my bad thing is, I'm quite, uh, I'm, I'm not confident. I'm shy, and I don't like to uh, communicate much with uh, people, and it's hard to get new friends. And uh, when I communicate with uh, with patients, I, I, I know that I, am very sympathetic with them, with their. This is a big thing that I work in a district, you know, hospital. There, many poor people come. It's a low middle class, not as far upper middle class. So those patients is quite poor and their life is quite hard. And I have sympathy with them, but when I work with them, I think not many patients are like me. I don't know why. Maybe I, I'm too angry with them. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 And I am not confident about myself. I don't know why, and I think I'm improving that. Yeah, I, I'm wondering. Like, it's much easy. It's very easy for someone else to say mm. the question, "Why aren't you?" Because there are so many reasons we all have. But I think we all don't give e don't give e ourselves the respect we deserve. For example, you've moved city. You've got a medicine degree. You work as a doctor. It's an admirable career. But you've achieved a lot in your life up to date, and so I think having pride should help you in your confidence. Would you agree? In if you were more proud of your achievements, it could help your confidence. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. I think I think there are definitely things to do, and when it relates to confidence, do you have any other hobbies away from your work that help your confidence? As in. Do you like spending time with your friends, with your family? Do you do any sports, or are there any other things you do to help your well-being? Yes, I like to. I like activity. I go to gym nearly every day. Yes, I am. 
I got to see when I I jog in on the on the machine when I walk. Yeah, every day. And then I like to cook in. I cook every day. So my my mom yeah, on the island every month she send me a big pot of fish. So I cook every day. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. And I also like to study uh, languages. I'm I'm study English and I'm try to study and practice French because this language is with if we don't practice it regularly we will forget and I don't want to forget what I have learned. Yes. And I'm learning about finance financial finance also. I, I'm now really interested in that when I'm a beginner. So Yeah. <laughs> Hard. What is it about learning? For example, there's finance, yeah. there's your job, medicine, and there's languages. They all require learning and just desire to find something new. Why do you like learning so much? <laughs> because I think it's kind of my. I'm not confident, so I. I think I, I'm really. I always think that I'm not enough. Yes. I'm not enough, so I want to study more, study more. Yes, but with some uh, people say that we just be uh, ourselves, being ourselves, and feeling enough, being yourself is all that's enough. You don't have to look in for anything else. But I don't know. <laughs> A theory and practical is not very different, right? Yeah. yeah. What do you think it would take for you to realize that you are enough? What do you think would need to happen, as in like your dreams, to make sure that you know you're enough? Um, I was thinking that uh, if I have um, a lot of money, I would think I'm enough. But then, with my first investment, I get uh, money, but not not much, just a tiny. But I I feel that I'm not that happy, so I I really don't know. Before I thought that money would make me happy, but now. Yeah, I think we all go through that period of thinking money will solve all our problems. Mm -hmm. It can definitely help. I mean, you need money to do things like buy this cup of tea, but it's really not the be all and end all. There has to be something more important to you, like, uh, for example, career or family or friendship. There has to be a value that's more. Strong than just money. Yeah. I'm wondering about you, Annie. What are some values that are quite close to you? Is it your career that's important to you? Is it your family, your friends? Is it learning, self-discovery? What are some things that are very important to you? Uh, there are two two uh, value I two things that I value. One is transparent. I want that everything is clearly. No hiding, and the other and the other is reciprocation. Yes. 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 Really? Yeah. Why? Why? How, how do you call it? Right? Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Yes. It's very hard to say. <laughs> Re. Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Yeah. Things to be reciprocal. Yeah. So hard to say. I struggle. <laughs> I struggle. Yeah, I, mean, I know yeah. that, word, but I really. No, but I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because often. It causes so many issues when you give, 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 and get nothing back. It feels dreadful. But if you take, 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 that's also dreadful. Yeah. You don't. It's a gift to be able to give something. Yeah. Like it feels amazing knowing that you can give something back to somebody. 
it, and that's why we call it the gift of giving. Yeah. And you have this in your work, as in you can help make people better. That's a huge gift. Thank uh, you. Uh, yeah. Why are transparency and reciprocity, why are they so high for you in your values? Yes, because um, I'm, I'm really uh, easy to trust a person. Then if we talk, if they talk to me, and I really think that is true, that, is, that, is, uh, that they did, that they think, and then um, last, last time, first time I met them, they talk that, and last time I met them, they talk different, and uh, they do different, and I don't know uh, what is right and what is the two. So I got very confused, and I, I feel I don't know anything, so I don't like people hiding or say what they don't think. And, yeah. and I think it relates to even like big things such as say what uh, in, in authority figures say to, say to you, but yeah. also with friendships, you know, just making sure that it's there and that people know what to expect. Like yeah. communication, very, yeah. very important. Yeah. I'm wondering about like the challenges aspect or important experiences that you've gone through. So we began with growing up on the island, you've done your studies, you've come to Ho Chi Minh. Along the way, what have been some really important experiences for you? As in, experiences that stand out, that have made you the person you are today? It's hard. It's a hard question. Yeah. <laughs> I like, uh, I think my life like a river. It's just slowly, slow, slow, slow. Nothing, no big thing happened. Yeah, just yeah. study, then study, and I did just exam, and I passed an exam, and I study, and I graduate, and I walk in. No struggle, no big uh, even happened. Yeah. yeah, there's no standout event, but would you say your journey's been easy or hard? How would you describe your journey? It's not easy, it's not hard, it's just uh, going like what has happened. Yeah. yeah it's, it is, it's like that. Yeah. Are you happy with the journey? Kind of, I think so. Do you think so? Yeah. yeah. I think we all struggle sometimes with, we think that our own journeys aren't that interesting for some reason. You know, I'll give you my own example. Yeah. Growing up, nothing major happened. Yeah. I had a very ordinary life yeah. which was great I don't have regrets but when I look back I think maybe maybe it could have something would have been different of course if I had a major event but it's just interesting seeing how we've become the person we are today yeah have there been any major challenges though like any moments that have been very difficult for you like moving city or studying medicine or Anything else really, becoming confident. What are the main challenges that have happened to you? Um, I, I, uh, I think that uh, when I uh, just graduate, I'm not immediately go to Ho Chi Minh. I, go to, I went to Long Nai, which is my, where my uncle lives. And I worked at a doctor in obstetric, obstetric and with a pregnancy, pregnancy and with pregnant women. And there's a lot of young uh, women come to uh, abort their the child and uh, actually many many nights I always wondering uh, about that and I feel no 
I will not do that. And even uh, it it take many things to me get to in that hospital, but I decided to stop and move there with nothing. Because in in Dong Nai, my uncle had me to go to the hospital because he know one people there, one person there, so he helped me. But in Ho Chi Minh City, I I have to do everything alone. Do you think it's made you more independent, having to do everything alone? Are you more, I suppose, a bit more confident in your ability, knowing that you have done things by yourself? Yeah. Would you say that has helped you? Yeah. yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, I can try to sympathize with the working uh, clinic for people who are going to have abortions. Mm -hmm. That must be quite hard to be honest did you did it ever hit you sometimes yeah it hit me so when i saw a, a, a woman she cried she said she she don't want to she didn't want to do that but she already have three kids and it's so small and then uh, her family is so poor and her husband they have no career and so it's, she had no choice and she cried when doing that and i'm crying too but at that time, I, I didn't do that. I just stand and see all the people do what they can bear. So, no. <laughs> oh, that must yeah. be so tough. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. But actually, it's happened many times. Really? Yeah. Uh, how long did this happen for? Sorry? How long did you work here for? Uh, over one month. And over I stopped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one month longer than I could do. Personally, I, I couldn't do something like that. Yeah. 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 Sounds tough. I suppose that's that's a difficult side of working in your job, and of course you will you will see some quite unpleasant things. I can imagine. But what are some of the highlights? Do you have any favorite aspects about the work you do? Later, in the future. Right now, like what have or right now or what has happened? Like some of your favorite parts of your journey. As in, does anything stand out? Anything that's really... <laughs> Nothing. Nothing? Yeah. But I'm okay with that. Because um, I know that uh, younger people uh, don't really realize what they really want to do, what they are forward in life until they are 35, yeah. I suppose. So I'm, uh, I'm on the way to find that. Yeah, that's, okay. that's, that's very true. Yeah, And you are yeah. 26, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fine, to be honest with you, to still not have like a, a grand highlight mm -hmm. but there must be a motivation so a reason why you keep doing what you do why do you do what you do what motivates or inspires you make me uh, walk in right now yeah <laughs> is there nothing that motivates or inspires you yeah really yeah but i when i listen to your postcard I, I, I find that um, people there, they are so fascinating about something yeah. and they, they give value and they get the result. It's a giving and return. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. keep their motivate, motivate. But for me, I think it's all automating. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just thinking you must, like, you enjoy your job, right? Yeah. You enjoy it. Yeah. There must be a reason why you enjoy it. You know, when you look close, you might think, oh. I enjoy, do you think it is because of that reciprocal value where you can give something 
and they give you something so you get back mm. do you think that is why you enjoy your work or are there any other reasons why that you enjoy your work uh, when you uh, look at a uh, patient a person they come to you with a problem and we can help them we can uh, know what is happening to them and they uh, say thank you to us after that yeah it's good yeah and beside that uh, as a walk we have a uh, income to, um, to sleep so I keep working keep working yeah we've talked earlier about your physical health yeah. so you would go to the gym every day mm-hmm. you would look after like uh, cooking well mm-hmm. but also that's one component of health mm-hmm. that is physical health mm-hmm. we also have our mental health mm-hmm. which is probably more important <laughs> if not just as important how do you look after your mental health if I may ask you I go to church every Sunday too. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good. And uh, my mother always uh, call me uh, every uh, two days and see that happen and share with me story. Yeah. You, you go to church in District 7? In District uh, 10. District 10. Beside, uh, District uh, 11. Okay, yeah. Is it, that, is it a Catholic church? Mm-hmm. Nice, okay. What gave you... Why church? What is it about church that appeals to you? Because uh, I think that um, it fits me. I have no uh, um, big event. My life just go very peaceful, and I think just tell things like that. Church? Does yeah. church give you peace? Yeah. Yeah. It gives you. What else does it give you? It gives you peace. What? Do you enjoy about going to church? That um, God will forget, forgive me uh, if I did something wrong, and He uh, He think that I'm enough, which I love, which I like. I don't have that. You don't but, have that. Uh, God think uh, I'm enough. It's only His time. Yeah, I find this interesting because I I grew up with a very Catholic upbringing in England, mm. but it's quite common. Mm. And then I come to Vietnam. And I, I'm still not sure. I see a lot of Catholic buildings. Mm. Buddhism is obviously very popular in the East, yeah. but I still don't know where Vietnam stands on religion. Is it quite big, uh, as in a big Catholic community in Vietnam? Are you part of a, a community? Is it popular to go to church as a young Vietnamese? Yes, if people are Christian and Catholic, they, they have they should go to church every Sunday and they uh, attend many activities there. But I, I don't attend much. I just go there to, in the, on a, in a Sunday and to listen to the prayer say, yeah, and pray. Yeah. yeah. You go every week? Yeah. yeah. Do you pray alone as well as at church? Or is church your holy place or a place where you can pray and give thanks? Is the church your main, your main place to pray, or do you pl- pray anywhere else? I pray everywhere, but the ch- on the church we pray with other too. We yeah. pray alone. Excellent. Yeah. What do you wish for when you're in church? I, I don't understand. What do you wish for? You know, when you're praying, mm-hmm. is there anything particular that you want? Or, uh, for example, we mentioned that being enough. Is that what you wish for? To feel enough, or? What do you pray for? I wish for, I wish for that um, 
I feel I'm enough. I wish for that. Yeah. And thank you for God's for helping me have a life like today. I have a healthy and my family is okay. Yeah. When it comes to religion, I, I probably am more spiritual than religious. Yes, I, you are. yeah, I say so. Yeah, I appreciate religion, but I don't know where I stand. So I'm probably agnostic by definition. But I'm open-minded to the possibility of a higher power, a god. I'm wondering. I'm always curious why people believe in God. Just because I, I, I wouldn't say I don't. But I wouldn't say I do. I'm like in the middle, yeah. so I'm wondering why people do. Would you mind telling me why you believe in God and where this started? I uh, have you ever in your life you feel uh, very alone and you don't have uh, something to lean on? Yeah, and um, you feel a bit so tiny, and then we come to God and we feel He's so big. And we can tell him whatever we think. We don't be jerk. Or uh, if we don't do anything right, he will not jerk. And then we still love love us. I think love is, is the most thing, is the most important thing when it comes to uh, God. So I think I love him and he loves me. And this thing is now. But I think it's true. And then feel love. And then mm. feel that oh I have a person who is always stand by me. How did you find God? As in, we've spoken throughout the conversation. Yeah. I've asked you, like, has there been a moment? Has there been a moment? I always think with religious people that they have a moment where they find God. Is that true for you? How did you connect with God? Yes. Uh, when I read book uh, of a foreigner, quick book, in many books, older and uh, old and modern books, they always mention about spiritual part which relate to God and my parents is not don't believe in God and I always wonder why why what is so important in uh, in uh, in culture of many countries and uh, it's for when I first year of university and I and I live beside beside a church and I listen to people praying and listen to they start sing every day and then one day I I felt very sad and I go to the church and I just stand there and just stick on the farm, on the man there and I'm just walking and thinking and I feel, uh, oh tomorrow I will go to the, uh, go inside and to attend uh, people uh, mass. Yes, that, I do that and I do every day from that moment. From that moment? Yeah. yeah. Are you able to describe what it's like when you connect with God as in do you see things? Do you hear things? What is it like connecting with God? I feel uh, I'm okay. I'm kind of uh, in, enough that, yeah, I feel like, oh, I'm okay. If I think I, I'm enough and I think to God, I feel, oh, it's okay. It's okay to be not enough. Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. So it's keeping me like a main core in my life. Yeah, definitely. I think it's important to have something to lean on as we say, because life does come with challenges, like if we are honest, and sometimes you can feel alone, especially if you're apart from a community or friends or family, having something to believe in 
especially religion, can be so crucial for so many people. I know that's why millions and millions around the world go to religion for some kind of, I guess, guidance and for some kind of dream. Yeah. yeah. When you're praying, you're praying for your future goals. Is that true? Praying for future goals? Yeah. Do you? I, I never pray for my future goal. Okay. Yeah. What would your future goals be? Mm, it's quite controversial. Uh, one part of me thinks that um, I will uh, work, I will study more and work uh, as in medical field. Some parts of me think that I will, uh, I will uh, take my job and I do something else. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. When you say you do something else, do you have any idea? Like is, is there anything in your mind that you think, yeah, I'd like to do that? This could be hiking or music or whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Literally whatever you want. What is it that comes to your head? <laughs> I will get married. <laughs> You're embarrassed? No, I will, I will buy a husband and get married and have family and have kids and grow garden and grow food around my house and just stay like that until I get bored and I want to work again. <laughs> That's your dream? <laughs> yeah. I see, I see. It's so crazy when I talk that to my, my mom and my dad, they always complain that, oh, you, what, you're silly, you're silly. <laughs> I'm wondering here when it comes to dreams and what we want to do and yeah. things like that, like having the beautiful garden and the house. Yeah. What makes you happy, Annie? As in, when are you at your happiest? I'll use an example for me. Mm. I'm at my happiest when I'm being creative mm. and I'm with people I really care about. Mm. So for example, if I do a podcast mm. which is creative mm. with a very good friend of mine, mm. that is when I'm at my happiest. Because yeah. everything I hold important is being met. And if there's good food, like pizza, then I'm unbelievably happy. <laughs> when are you at your happiest? Is it when you're with loved ones? Is it when you're in church, like when are you your happiest? Huh. When? I'm happy with my uh, friends, my family, and when I go to church, and uh, when I walk in too, I think I'm mostly happy. You're mostly happy? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Like, like being with you and enjoy the coffee, I'm really happy. Excellent, yeah. yeah. I mean, from what I've got going forward, do you have a blog of any sort? Blog? Yeah. I'm trying to do that, but then. Um, I don't know why. I said to you that I'm kind of Brazilian. I try to walk in small time every day, but when it comes to my blog, I kind of hesitate. I don't know why. Do but I'm working on it. Mm. What, would it. what is the blog about? Is it about uh, your work or is it about your dreams? What's your blog about? I was, I was writing about my journey, but I think that, oh, it has nothing to say. <laughs> it has nothing to write. And when I walk in, I think it will relate to uh, people help and tell how they uh, get better with the small thing and they uh, just concert about how mm. small thing like that. Yeah. Do you ever... I'd, when I first started a blog, I had this. Mm. Uh, I had this problem. Mm. I was really worried what people would think mm. and that what people would say, what they would comment and whether it would get enough views and all that bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Have you experienced any of the same worries? Worries? Uh, other people think about yeah, me? Yeah. No, I, I think 
think um, every thing they have many things to think, to talk think about them thinking of, of me. I think so. That's yeah. what it was. Just inside. I think everything happened to me just inside, mm. not from other people interfere on me. Excellent, yeah. There's the blogging, there's the work, there's maybe getting married and then finding, having kids and having the big house, <laughs> which is what you want. That could be the aim. Um, has there been a question, I will almost let you choose a question. Has there been a question I've not asked you that you would have liked me to ask you or you expected me to ask you, but I didn't? No? No. No question at all? No, no. Okay. Would you like to ask me a question? I think some people do it because they don't know what to do in life mm. at a young age, which is fine. I mean, we are 25 and 26 mm. and we don't really have our clear vision yet, but that's fine because mm. we're 25 and 26. We are crazy young. Yeah. Um, and I think some people do it to see a bit more of the world. But to answer your question, I mm. came here when I was 22. Mm. I've stayed here three years, mm. mainly because of COVID. And I really like Vietnam. But I think I need to go somewhere else after my next year. Mm. So next summer, I'm hoping to move to another country. Yeah. Just for a bit, just to see something different. Mm. Because I love Vietnam, but I'm getting a bit too, too comfortable. Mm. Everything's too familiar. Yes. And I've traveled most of the country, mm. and I'm, I'm happy here. Mm. That is 100% true. Mm. But I would like a change mm. before I become unhappy, right? Yeah. So I'm going to try something different, hopefully next year, and then see what happens. Yeah. And if it goes well, well, we'll see, I might stay. For example, I moved to Mexico, and it's amazing, I'll stay. But if I go to another country, and it doesn't work out, I can always come back to Vietnam, uh. or go somewhere else. Vietnam, yeah, for right, right now, it's, I'd probably say it's not a farewell, just a goodbye for now. Yeah. yeah. That's really where I'm at. Yeah. So if you come to other country, you can do a to continue to uh, yeah. do your podcast. Yeah. yeah. I really like if you interview uh, other cultures. People. Yeah, yeah. Other culture, yeah. and it's interesting. How cool would it be? Because I yeah. have now like hundreds of Vietnamese guests. Yeah. I'll have hundreds of Mexican guests. Yeah. And Spanish guests yeah. and Australian guests and <laughs> vice versa wherever I go. Yeah. I think it's just an incredible platform, and it's why I like connecting with yeah. local people like yourself. Uh, like at Coffee Talk, like here, and just having conversations. That is literally the purpose of Comeback. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you for coming on, Annie. I really appreciate your time and sharing your story with me. Is there anything you'd like to say before we stop the conversation? You don't have to, just anything you want to say. Yeah. Yes, I will say that I'm very happy to stay here and talking with Connor. And I hope if everyone who have a story so should come to uh, if, if we uh, have a story we, and we meet that corner, we should come and share the story to many people can know and can share and enjoy our story together. Thank you. Thank you very much, Annie. You're doing my job for me. Just promoting me. <laughs> Thank you.